Peace and joy, love and light. Peace and joy, love and light. Now Bhagavad Gita explains it so clearly. Do not eat the fruits of your actions. What does that mean? Don't live only for yourself. Simply. You're going to eat the fruit? Share it. Don't just I, me, mine. The moment your mind is I, me, mine, it's a guaranteed recipe for unhappiness. Unhappiness, total. But the moment you shift mind, your life changes. There's a lovely uh, South Indian poem that goes like this. Offerings made to the Lord on a tower temple goes not to the noble temples that walk the earth. Offerings made to the noble temples that walk the earth reaches the Lord in the towered temple. Did you understand that? So you can go temples and church and you don't look after people around you that's by your side what is the point what is the point of it all but when you offer yourself to the noble walking temples I love that calling human beings but look for the look at the word noble noble <clears throat> make the offerings to the noble in the uh, Upanishads, it says, do not honor those who do not deserve honor. What's going wrong in our world today? Tell me, just look around you. People in politics, people in religion. And still people are honoring them. They're doing all the wrong things and we're still honoring them. Why do you think our world is in such a state? Yeah, and we're just honoring them. Well, we're not, but many people are because of power. What happened in the Second World War? People honored who? Hitler. How did he manage? How did he manage to change the mind of so many good people? We are matter. This, our bodies are matter. It will be influenced by matter. Our spirit, on the contrary, is not influenced by anything because spirit is energy. So most people live from body, body consciousness. Very few people live from spiritual consciousness. When you, and this is, again, mindfulness, de-stressing, coming from the spiritual aspect is, don't worry, be happy. This too shall pass. Everything passes. Yes, now you're going through a horrific time in your life. Sit back, pray a lot, laugh a lot. You can't laugh? Okay, contemplate. And just know, just know, in two or three months, I'm going to feel better. It will pass. We don't have much time to live a good life. And the only reason we don't is we fall into old patterns. One of the really interesting things to look at for yourself 
is, do I complain? <laughs> and maybe you get clever and you don't complain out here. Do I complain in my brain? That's the second step for the spiritual person. Because maybe you learn to control the mouth after a few months or of practicing, but have you controlled your mind? Are you complaining in here and then saying nice things outside? That's when you need to look at. Also, the third thing you need to look at is your own emotions. What are you feeling from deep within? What are you feeling? Are you really happy or just saying you're happy? Or are you really unhappy inside? Look at those emotions and ask yourself, why? Why am I unhappy? Why? Again, it comes to I. Life hasn't turned out the way I thought it would. And because it didn't turn out the way you thought it would, you have to be miserable. No, maybe you flip your thought pattern. Maybe it didn't work out the way I thought it would because something better is coming. Whoa, whenever something drastic happens in my life and I go, wow, it means something really good is coming up. And I look forward to it. And always, a few months later, something really good happens because life is like that. And when something really good happens, you know also in a few months, something not so good will happen. But now you've strengthened yourself. So when you become strong, when the not so good happens, you accept pain. Kriya Yoga, accepting pain for purification. You got it. Because you've trained yourself. And that's all it is, training, training your soul, training your mind, training, and definitely coming back to the place, I am spirit, ultimately I am energy. And not only are you energy, we are electrical energy. We're full of electricity. You know that, right? We're electric. We have wires go to our brain and beyond if we can feel it. And if you just do this for a little while, your hair will start to stick up. You get static. You get static. That's electricity. We're electric. But our connection is with the universe. Our connection, in fact, it's not so good actually to sit right below a spotlight. Your head can feel a little painful after a while, if you're aware. Because so much electricity comes here and you can receive electricity very quickly. When you meditate, that's what happens. Uh, all of you must, how many of you have never meditated in your life? Oh great, everybody has. And you know that sometimes, don't you feel this warmth in your head, right? You know, the baby's head is very soft, right? Because the baby's still in communication, right? And that's why in the Indian tradition, if you go to Indian temples, why do they cover the head? Protect. And Jewish tradition, protect the holy spot from negative energy coming in, maintaining their own energy. That's all that it represents because this is where we receive it. So when your mind is very clear, very clear, very clear, guess what happens? You just get all this amazing knowledge from you don't know where. Or you just get quiet. It's just quiet. But if your energy level is disturbed, you will attract the electrical currents from this earth that are disturbed. That's why like attracts like. Hmm? 
because you're in the same energy field. And this is what to watch for in yourself. Think of yourself as a spiritual being having a physical body and work from inside out rather than outside in. We can also work outside in when you know when you do Hatha Yoga, for example. It is a practice that's supposed to take you inside. It's not about standing on your head or having the best posture ever. Nothing to do with that. It's about bringing the energy inwards. And when we finish in Yoga Mudra, which is you know, you know, just bringing your head down and then it's coming back up, you can feel your own electrical energy. And then the last thing you want to do is talk. You just don't want to talk. That's the way the Hatha class should finish. You don't want to talk because you're so still. Now, when you are so still, guess what's happening? So much force is being built up in your body. We call it prana or chi or ki. It's being built up because you're not spending it outwards. We lose a lot of prana through speech, through a lot of movements. And we lose the most when we are stressed and angry. An angry person, you see this, whoa! You do that two or three times a day and your body will surely be arthritic when you're old. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's uncomfortable, isn't it? <laughs> it is. And that's what we do. Every time we stress inside, what's it doing to our heart? What's it doing to our body? What's it doing to your health? When you're really interested and you contemplate on these things again and again and again, contemplate, think of these things, then by itself, the old patterns will drop off. They will drop off by themselves. Oh, I'm all about I, me, and mine. No wonder I'm miserable. Doesn't mean you don't look after yourself also. People go the other extreme. I have to be doing something all day long. No. It's just the personal desires that, that you are attached to. It's the attachment to those desires. I have to have it this way before I can be happy. I have to be successful before I can be happy. No, be happy now and you will be successful. Don't wait. You could wait till you die. Don't wait. This is what falls, keeps us falling into the old patterns. We think we have to wait for something to happen and you have to remember it's happening right now your spirit is in your body right now and your spirit is light it's always lighter than your body it's full of energy and your and when you connect with that spirit then you accept that life is a play it's a play it really is a play and you allow things to happen rather than all the time resist, 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 resist. If you resist, it will persist. You keep on getting the same lessons until you say, you know what? I give up. <laughs> and that's also another method. We call it Ishwara Pranidhanam. Let go to the highest power or let go to God or whatever you want to call it. Just let go. You can't 
control everything, can you? Can you? Can't control anything in the end. Can't control anything. But what we can do is control this moment. And this is how you break your patterns. By asking yourself, am I living to my fullest capacity? In the sense of fullest, uh, enjoying this body that can move, that can walk. Because I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Hmm? None of us know. Am I enjoying enjoying it to the fullest capacity. I have everything. You can have a beautiful life if this is not into victim mode, why me mode. Because that's the only thing that will keep you going in a circle round and round and round and round. And deep-rooted anger deep-rooted guilt, deep-rooted fear, work them out. You really need to work them out. It stays in our body, it stays in our psyche. There is something about this body that cannot keep these horrible feelings of things that we may have done in the past that we are not proud of. Easiest way to clean out the slate is to go to the person and apologize. I was traveling someplace abroad and there was this gentleman who could never, never find his own peace. Had a beautiful family, lovely person, lovely wife, lovely kids, good job, everything working, no peace. And he said to me, Nani, I don't know why. I have everything but I have no peace. So I said, he said, you know, my wife is the yogi, but I can't seem to understand. So I said, okay, let's spend an hour and a half with you. So talked, nothing really came out. So I put him in deep relaxation again. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. It seems to get people relaxed that the subconscious talks to them. So out came, go back, go back to your youth. Went back to when he was around 20 or 22. He had uh, apparently drunk a lot and taken his friend's very expensive car with his friend in it um, and smashed it completely. Smashed the car which his friend just got for his birthday or whatever. His, once they crashed the car, they were so lucky. He only had a um, small break. His friend was just bruised. They were alive. His friend never said anything. His friend was so kind. He said, no, it's, you know, it's taught us a lesson. We should never drink and drive. They were drunk. But he never apologized to his friend. In fact, he felt so bad about it. And this came out then, after 25 years. They couldn't face what he had done, the guilt, that just lost touch with the friend. And his friend forgave him immediately. So I said, you need to call your friend tomorrow. Can you locate him? Can you find him? He said, I know he's back in the old city <coughs> I used to live in. Could you find him? He said, yes, I think I could. And with the internet, I can find it, you know, Facebook, whatever. I said, do it. 
that is your guilt that you've been carried. He said, I never thought about it. And then he just burst out crying and said, I never said sorry. And I never thanked him for not making me feel guilty. I said, well, 25 years later, not too late. You're still alive. And then, he, he, you know, uh, he started himself practicing the um, meditation. He did get in touch with his friend. And he's releasing all that guilt. He's releasing. It could take a little time. He stored it up for 25 years. But at least he's lighter. He's lighter. It's interesting, the human mind psyche, isn't it? You really have to release trauma because it belongs to this body, but not to the spirit. But the spirit we think our soul carries it but our soul doesn't carry it our body carries it our mind carries it so we have to release it from the mind that is why forgiveness is one of the most incredible tools either to forgive yourself or to forgive somebody else in your life it is such an incredible tool I tell so many people unless you forgive you cannot be happy so do it for yourself. Oh, they don't deserve forgiveness. Now I said, yeah, I'm not asking you to do it for them. I'm asking you to do it for you. Because you are carrying that anger. And you're going, I can't, Melanie. Look at your body. It's still in there. Why do you want to carry it? That person already caused you so much pain. Why are you giving them the privilege of them to destroy your life even more by carrying it? Let it go. Let it go. And then you see when they let that go, the body becomes better, the mind becomes better, health becomes better, everything becomes better. So, to end this talk, <laughs> Again and again, watch your thoughts carefully. Spend time alone with yourself every day. If you can't meditate, contemplate. Ask yourself, if your life doesn't feel complete, what's missing? Ask and you will receive your answers. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. This is the truth. In my life, the moment I wanted to know, everything in the universe worked towards me, wanting to teach me. Because I have that faith. I don't have that faith in myself, but I have the faith in this dynamic energy that is using me as an instrument. If somebody has come to me as an instrument, my job is to serve, love, give. I may not be able to cure, but I can serve, love, give, and give hope. That's all I can do. That's my job. So whatever I need to do that job, whatever I need for that job, is given to me. So if it's a video, somebody will come with a video. If it's a book, somebody will come. Oh, Nelly, read this book. It's amazing. And I won't have time for weeks. And the night before, I will open a page. And it's exactly what somebody else needs to hear. Or I need to hear for them, for myself. And when you live in that kind of energy field of, you have no time to think nonsense. Because that is so beautiful. And all me, I, me, and mine is just more trips to punishment and pain. The cycle never stops.
lives, tired of punishment and pain. I deserve the best. You deserve the best. And that's what you say. Do you deserve the best? Yes. Can you say, I deserve the best? I deserve the best. But say it with a big smile. I deserve the best. Yeah, because when you say it with a big smile, it works. I deserve the best. It doesn't work. Your body is not believing it. The body is really, that's the tool. That's our tool. This is our tool. We can use it. When you spread the arms up, I love my life. It opens up your chest. It's your tool. You can use this tool to make yourself feel better. Use it. That's why stretching is so healthy. Stretch every morning when you wake up and say, oh, thank you for my body. It's my tool. We don't have this. We cannot live in this world. And we don't know how long we are in this world. So be grateful. Poor thing. This mind is always finding problems. The poor body is getting bashed. Give it some love. Give it some kindness. Thank you for being able to walk today. Thank you. We always say when we finish a Hatha Yoga class, we always tell them, thank your body. Thank your body that you can even move this much. We are born to dance. We are born to, to move. We are born to love. We are born to do those things. We're not born to be miserable. <laughs> because when we're miserable, we're unhappy. What a waste of time. 